You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're your coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. We are so glad and honored that you're here, that you're spending some time with us today. I have a cup of coffee right here. It's actually mushroom coffee. I am that weirdo now who's drinking mushroom coffee, but it's because I love it. It really helps me feel better. I really love the benefit. So, alas, here I am. But today's going to be a little bit of a shorty episode. We love to do these every once in a while where it's short and sweet, but really just like packs a punch. And so we're going to be talking about today a little bit of my journey of investing in myself and more specifically right now, how I'm choosing to invest in myself. So it's looked different over time in different seasons. I actually was not really good at investing myself until more recently, probably in the past couple years, even more so in the last year and a half. So if you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't invest in myself at all right now. First of all, I'm sure there's something you're doing that we can celebrate that you are investing in yourself. And if you're not and you're becoming aware of that, that's okay. Awareness is the first step. You're like, oh man, I would love to start doing this more. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But like I said, investing in myself looks different in different seasons. I love to walk. I love to journal. There's so many ways that I can nurture and nourish myself, literally by eating foods that fuel me, drinking water, reading books, all of those things, spending time with God and connection with him and his word. I am a part of a coaching program. Those are all things that truly pour into me. I'm investing in myself. All of these things help me pour from a deep tendon well. But right now, I am currently doing 75 hard. A lot of times when I start talking about that, people just shut down. They're like, what? That is way too hard. I would never want to do that or even try to do that. And I just want to share a little bit of an insight of how much it has taught me and grown me and how I've approached it. Whereas in the past, I would have approached something like this kind of challenge very differently. And honestly, in the beginning of 75 Heart, I was probably about, first of all, if you don't know what 75 Heart is, it's basically 75 days of specific tasks that you have to do. It's two 45-minute workouts that can be anything. That can be walking. It could be yoga. It could be cardio. It can be strength training. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. There's no like rules around what you choose, but one of them has to be outside. So it doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, sunshine. One of them has to be outside. And if you follow along in my stories, you often will see Chris and I walking in the rain. And I absolutely love it, really, because it's super relaxing and calming. And I just imagine myself in a tropical rainforest. And then there's other things that go along with that, like 10 pages of reading a day, a gallon of water, um, just choosing a specific diet, like a nutrition plan and sticking to it. No alcohol, no cheat meals, that kind of thing. When I first started 75 Hard, I was really struggling 
with this idea that there was no rest, like no reprieve, like it was relentless. And I kept replaying that in my mind. There would be times where just the way the day ended up, I would have to do like a second workout. There was a few days where I did a second workout at nine o'clock at night. And I was like, I hate my life. Why am I doing this? And that is where I got to lean in and continue to look back on why I wanted to do 75 hard to begin with. And if you know me at all, and if you've been following along on my journey, you know that the past couple of years have been incredibly difficult for me physically, whereas I have grown so much mentally and emotionally. Physically, I was really struggling with consistent panic attacks over the past couple of years. About a year and a half of that, I was literally having them every single day. And the past, I would say, six, seven, eight months, I really leaned in and went on a major healing journey. It was actually last May where I told Chris, because I was so frustrated last May, I had already been dealing with it for about a year at that point, over a year. And I was so frustrated that I wasn't seeing a lot of growth and a lot of healing yet. And I told Chris, I was like, I think I just need to give myself more time and grace. Like I was trying to rush the process. I just wanted to get out of it. I wanted to just heal and be done. And I was like, what if I gave myself a year to heal? And I just made that commitment to myself and gave myself that time and space to simply lean in and be along the process. And so I'll never forget. It was literally we're sitting in a restaurant on a date night. And I just, with tears in my eyes, told Chris, I was like, what if we just looked at it in this way that like, what if I gave myself a year? And that was that first, even then, like the first time I decided to show myself so much more grace and compassion and really start to invest in myself, especially physically in a healing way. And so there I started my journey. In the past, I would say six months, I've seen so much healing. But in the last one to two, three months is where I've seen the most healing. And it was because it was a journey. It did not happen overnight. And here I am today as I record this podcast is actually May 1st. And although I am not, I wouldn't say I'm like completely healed of all of my issues. I am like literally, I couldn't have dreamed up how much better I am than I was last May. Like I get teary thinking about, wow, a year ago, if you'd have told me you're going to be where I am today, I probably wouldn't have fully believed you, but I wanted it so badly that I was willing to give myself that time and space. And so I'm so glad I did because I would have, if I only said, okay, I need to be healed by two to three months or even six months, I would have gotten so frustrated and even wanted to give up. But because I knew I had this whole year, I just kept going. Like I just said, I just kept really leaning into the process of healing instead of only the outcome. And that's what I really want to just share what 75 Hard has taught me so much is that I've learned to celebrate along the way. That is the whole reason why I decided to do 75 Hard was because I wanted to celebrate how far my body and my mind has come how strong I have become, how resilient in the midst of like 
really incredibly difficult circumstances that I learn how to process emotions and be transformed by the renewing of my mind and trust the Lord with this posture of surrender and dependent on him. And I just wanted to do something to show myself the growth that has happened, like to celebrate it. And that is truly what it's been for me. Yes, I had a few rocky days towards the first part of 75 Hard where I was like, oh my gosh, this is relentless. There's no rest. There's no reprieve. And I even worked with one of my coaches on that. And when I started to change the narrative and started to realize, oh my gosh, there's so much rest and abundance available to me, even in doing all of these other tasks. And so if investing in yourself is new to you, I want you to first start with the belief that you are worthy of investing. You are worthy of the time and energy it takes to invest in yourself. And if you don't get this settled from the beginning, you'll quit on yourself every time. We often want to change ourselves by changing our actions. And that'll work for a little bit, but not for long. If we want to change our actions, like our habits, our rhythms, the things we do every day, we must start with our belief. Who you believe you are becomes who you are and you are worthy of investing in. I had to get that right. I had to realize I was worthy of investing in. I was worthy of healing. I was worthy of taking the time and energy that it took to invest in myself mentally, emotionally, and physically. And once I decided that and I believed that, my actions started to match that belief. When we believe it to our core that we are worthy of investing in, our actions will follow suit. The second thing that I would say is to commit to investing in yourself. It's one thing to believe it. You start with that belief. Okay, I'm worthy of investing in. But the second step is to commit to it. There is something about a commitment of deciding. It actually is almost like pre-deciding. When you commit to it, the decision is already made for you. You don't have to keep making it every day. You can decide, oh, I'm going to commit to invest in myself. There's something about that pre-deciding to commit. When you commit, you are so much more likely to show up for yourself. It's not a maybe, I'll do this if I have time. It's deciding ahead of time to make this, whatever it is, a priority because it matters to you. And that's what that was for me with 75 Hard is that I decided to make it a priority, that I was going to commit to it. I already made the decision, I'm doing this, so I'm going to continue to commit every day to continue to show up for myself. The third thing, and this is my favorite thing, and this is where I want to end and want to land on and what I want to talk the most about is to celebrate along the way. I was so dang proud of myself on day eight of 75 Hard. I remember posting it in my stories and I was just like, day eight with like several exclamation points. I couldn't believe I had already made it to day eight. I was just as proud of myself on day eight as I was on day 20, on day 30. And now I'm on day 35 and I'm just as proud as if I was already on day 75. I don't have to wait till day 75 to be proud of myself or to feel this immense gratitude. I can do it now. And embodying those emotions now actually helped me to show up how I want to today. 
Instead of feeling daily dread, I feel joy and delight. I can't even imagine how proud I will feel on day 75 because I've already been feeling it every day along the way. If we wait to only feel the joy when we reach the destination or get the results or get the desired outcome, if we wait to feel the joy when we lose the 20 pounds, when we get the promotion, when we hit that rank, we rob ourselves of delighting in the process along the way. And the truth is, because I know this from my own experience, we will be grossly disappointed on that day when we've been waiting to only be excited and proud of ourselves and to celebrate on that day of achieving. It's not going to feel what you imagined it will feel like. But when you decide to feel it the whole time, to embody those emotions and to delight in the process and find joy in the journey, when you achieve those things and when that outcome, that result happens, it is that bigger and grander. Think about it. It's like Christmas Day. It's not actually Christmas Day that is the great thing that we're looking for. The emotion is actually the anticipation of Christmas Day. Think about what we would rob ourselves if we didn't delight in the whole season. The Christmas parties, the planning out what we're going to get everyone and wrapping all the presents and all the festivities, making all the sugar cookies and decorating. It's not Christmas Day. It's the anticipation of Christmas Day. That is where we find the joy and the delight. And so that is how I've shown up to 75 hard. Yes. Has it been difficult at times and I've had to take my thoughts captive? 100%. But in the past, I would have literally shown up to this with judgery and just like dread, thinking I only could be proud of myself when I reached day 75. And I just am here to say, if I failed it tomorrow on day 36, I would be so proud of myself because I've been proud of myself every single day I've shown up. And that's how I want you to feel and to experience that you can be proud of yourself every single day for choosing to invest in yourself, choosing to love and care and nurture and nourish yourself, to mother yourself. I've actually become to love the things, the habits that 75 Hard has created in me, these guidelines, this structure, I've become to love it so much. I see myself doing it long-term, like truly. And I really want to say that the reason why is because of how I delighted in the process. If I hated my life the whole time doing 75 hard and didn't celebrate all the wins along the way, I probably would have could, I, I wouldn't be able to wait for this to be over. But I'm just excited to celebrate that I did it. But also for me, it's actually just another milestone. It's not the end result. It's not the outcome. It is the process. And because I've delighted in it, now it's become a part of who I am. And that's what investing in yourself can do. It can become a part of who you are, your identity. You decide, I'm a person who takes care of myself. I'm a person who cares for herself. I'm a person who nurtures and nourishes and mothers herself. That is who I am. 
When you take that on as your identity, your actions will continue to match that belief. God says to love our neighbor as ourselves. We cannot love our neighbor to our full potential if we do not learn to love who we are and who God created us to be. If you want to pour from that deep, tended well, I want you to believe first that you are worthy of investing in. I want you to commit to investing in yourself. And then I want you to celebrate along the way because you are worthy of celebrating. I'm so proud of you. I am so honored that you came today. I love chatting with you. And I can't wait to hear more from you. If this episode encouraged your heart or resonated with you, share it with a friend. Share it in your stories with your cup of coffee or while you're doing the dishes or folding laundry. We'd love to see your faces. You are God's daughter. You are his beloved. You are his treasure. And you are worthy of investing in. Keep looking for the good. It's always there.